So this morning, so there's I the Sirius XM channels. Uh-huh. I saved. I have the Christmas one saved over mm-hmm. the Christmas season. You know, mm-hmm. one and two I have them saved. But one has become now they've switched over, and mm-hmm. one has become the Billy Joel station. And I had B in the car, and I was like going through just like scanning mm-hmm. stations because to to hear a song and um. The and I still had the, that station saved, so the Billy Joel station came on. I can't remember the song. Like fr- not Friday night I crashed your party. Saturday I said I'm sorry because that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, Uptown hold Girl? on. No, it was from Glass Houses. All the day you were an only child. Now your cup has gone away. Don't ask uh, for favors. That Don't ask me why. And it was on. And I didn't immediately change it. And I swear to you, from the bottom of my soul, B just started going, I know like this song. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> she gets it. Another day, I was listening to Steely Dan in the mm-hmm. car. Sorry, everybody. And um, there's a Steely Dan song called uh, Everyone's Gone to the Movies. And it is a particularly perverted Steely Dan song. Mm-hmm. Um, one of maybe the most perverted Steely Dan song. And, and that's saying a lot because a lot of them are pretty, you know, lecherous. And so, and the song, and the chorus is Everyone's Gone to the Movies. Now we're alone at last. Mm-hmm. And they say it a lot and it's catchy. So then the next day I was driving in the car with B and also B cannot have music on in the car unless it's blaring. Mm-hmm. She gets mad. She goes, I want it loud. So you have to play it loud. <laughs> and so something was on and she was like, I want movie song. And I was like, what? I want movie song. And then I realized it was, she wanted me to play everyone's gone to the movies by Steely Dan again, <laughs> even though it's like about showing teenagers porn. And I played it for her because uh, that's what good dads do. <laughs> Very nice. But she, so she hates Billy Joel, big Steely Dan fans. So She's far. gonna have interesting musical taste. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm all hopped up on these anti-convulsants. How about you? I'm your old pal, Pat. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the things that I meant to look up and I forgot to because I just was fucking moving the last two days. Was well, like it was. His, yeah. His codeine and an anti-convulsant. I was like, I didn't know that. Codeine. Yeah, codeine was... She called them anti-convulsants first before we we got to the bottom of it, that it was codeine. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, we're back. Everything has changed. The year has changed. Mm -hmm. The world has changed. We've got a new president. We don't. President President Mother God from... um, My president is the Mother God... (laughs) From the Love Wins cult. She's my president. She's dead, of course, but she's my... Spoiler alert. They tell you that at the beginning of the documentary on HBO Max, (laughs) the Mother God documentary. If you haven't seen it, you've Mm -hmm. all seen it. She's a blue-skinned woman who passed away and her corpse mummified. And she's my president. President of the United States. Mm -hmm. You know what the thing about these cults is, Rach? What? So... They this cult in particular, we're talking, of course, again about the Love Wins cult, mm-hmm. the Mother God cult. 
these they live streamed their whole life. Everything was on live stream. Yeah. And they all like live together. And I just whenever I like look and it's always dirty and filthy. And it's just like this place like must just the feet smell in these places must be so overwhelming. And I can't I'm not I don't like a mess. And I'm not like a super I try my best, but I have we have a lot of shit, so it's not always easy to keep it super tidy. But I try really hard because I don't, and I just I can't imagine what that house must. And this is before Mother God died and her corpse Which mummified. Is there. Yeah. That must have smelled <laughs> because Robin really Williams. Way. Robin Williams told them not to move it. This is not a, if you haven't seen it. F- f- true statement. That's not Robin Williams told them not that they couldn't move it. He's also dead, if you recall. But, um, yeah, I just think of the feet smell and the, like, imagine, like, eating. Everybody's fingernails must just look a disgusting, dirty mess. Do they not shower? I don't think. I mean, maybe they do from time to time, but there's a lot of people in that house. And they look pretty stinky, I got to say. They don't look like clean people. That's why I could never do it. Like, people are always like... I could never join a cult. And I, I bet you a lot of people who say that, they probably could. Yeah. They probably could get snowed. I couldn't deal with a not clean cult. You'd the second that place starts smelling like nasty mm-hmm. feet and fucking like teeth, I'm just like, I no. gotta get out of here. No. Like rotten teeth and shit, you know? No. And they're always smoking weed, which is fine, but mixing with everything else. I'm just like, this is why I can't do it. Yeah. Too smelly. Yeah, too smelly. I just it's too smelly for me. Well, how you doing there, my old pal? You're on the you're on the um precipice of a big move. You're going back to I'm going back to Cali, to Cali, to Cali. I'm going back to Cali. But you're going for good. Yep. Well, for now. <laughs> yeah. You're all nomad, you know. You're like a real, you live a real, real nomadic, nomadic lifestyle. Life, you yeah. know that, Rachel? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm always, you know, looking for the next thing. Yeah, you're always looking for the next thing. You're always, you're, you know, you're a searcher, mm, seeker. Yes, yeah, seeker. I hope you don't end up in one of these cults, Rach. I think be that careful. I am discerning enough, but you know, I can really be won over by charismatic people. It's tough. Mm. It's tough out there. For someone susceptible to cults. Yeah, you're gonna end up in Nexium. The next Nexium will be like I'll recognize it if it's also called if it's called Nexium too, I'll know not to join. Just I mean, I gotta say the Scientologists are still strong out in LA, so you never know. Oh yeah. (laughs) If there's like a strong sex component to it. Then, then you know it's not Something's it's not up. worth your yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, unless that's what you're looking for. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're yeah. what you're personally looking for in your cults. Yeah, that's a good question, this actually. Sex cult, death cults, religious cults. I think I could get into like a group commune kind of situation where it's like everyone pitches in and shares workloads, but we also like don't have to do everything together. But and you shower because that shower. that yeah, showering that is, is very important to me. But those group communes is when you're getting into a real sticky situation because that is when the showering ceases, I feel. Yeah, like. that's that a is, real, are, real dirty, dirty hippie situation. They're, they're like farming the land. They never wear shoes. Yeah. They got ill-fitting pants yeah. on. 
It's a whole thing with yeah. these cult cults. Cults feels like cult feels like it should be short for something. Like I yeah. want to say so, like a longer word, but there isn't one. I don't. I think. I one time, you know, in my mind, those kind of people who like live off the land in that way, I'm like they must like. They must really enjoy their lives because they've decided to do this thing that's different and to live off the grid and blah, blah, blah. And I went camping in Big Sur once and it was on this these people's property that they owned in Big Sur. And I got to say, the woman who was part of the group, just as angry as I am. Oh, seriously. See, that's so I was interesting. Just like, huh, nope, doesn't really doesn't really mm. fix it. Maybe just a personality trait sometimes. Could be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Living off the land. I mean, they don't have any Netflix. I mean, not that Netflix is the thing you need, but they don't have like a streaming service. They had a bathtub outside. That was pretty cool, though. It's outside. Again, yeah. how clean are you getting? True. You know, it's like cow's water. Yeah. What? They wash you in the same wash they wash the cows with there were no cows there luckily but you know farmers are clean people yeah i think i don't know i don't know know a lot of farmers i don't like leaving the city so i mean for me i I don't know but i could never live off the land for save my life yeah i'd be dead die off the land is what would happen to be fair Mm -hmm. i can't forage no, you need a bodega around the corner, right? Yeah, exactly. Where are you going to get yeah. your bacon, egg, and cheese from if you can't right. get that from a tree? <laughs> Flaming hot Cheetos. I don't even like those, <laughs> but I feel like that's a pretty big bodega staple. Yeah. Takis. I don't eat those either. Both said at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Old Takis. Adrian recently, or one of us, we had to bring. Max's class was having like a party and like all the families like were you weren't really assigned. You could like pick if you wanted to send something. You didn't have to, but you pick if you wanted to send something. And I got myself on the grid and I was like, we'll send like a a, a box of snacks, you know, like the mm-hmm. snack box, which has like a couple of bag, bags of Doritos, a couple of bags of Cheetos, this kind of thing. And then Adrian ordered the box. And one of the things... So there's like 18 kids in the class. There were 18 bags. So there's no extras. Yeah. Everyone's getting one. And like four of the bags were Funyuns. And I was like, hon, like, no kids. The, the poor kids that end up with the fucking Funyuns. Like, I know. Did you send them to of- the school and did they like the Funyuns? Because some kids might like Funyuns. I don't know. I will say this. I don't necessarily think Funyuns are a bad snack choice. I wouldn't mm-hmm. make it personally. I And I do like an onion. Yeah. Like, cooked. I like onions. I like an onion ring. I don't like a Funyun. I don't particularly like a Funyun either, but I do know that people do like them. I just can't imagine any six-year-old reaching into yeah. that bag and being like, Cool Ranch Doritos, Cheetos, Ruffles, sour cream, and onion. Oh, I'll have the Funyuns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the poor kids ended up with the Funyuns, the saddest ones. Yeah, it's the kids who get bullied who ended up with the Funyuns. They're going to have onion yeah, breath right. and onion hands. They're going to smell like a cult. They are. They're going to smell like Mother God. <laughs> I bet that smells like Funyuns. <laughs> I was going to float this with it around to see if, if you were interested at all in like maybe starting to refer to me as Father God. What, did you, what do you think? Do you think that would be a thing? <laughs> Maybe we get the broomheads involved. I'm not involved. a religious person, but that feels somehow like something I should not do. 
Exactly. You think it's sacrilegious. Yeah. Religious. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <clears throat> Father God. Father God in these in this movie was a fucking dunce, though. No, oh, he was lame. Mother it was God all was about Mother real, God. Yeah. Yeah. There were multiple Father Gods. She picked and chose. She kicked some Father Gods out. Wow. Some new Father Gods happened. And then the last Father God was kind of a psycho, if I'm being honest. But if you haven't seen this show, if you like these kinds of things, mm -hmm. it's on HBO Max, which is now just Max. Don't look for HBO Max. It's not going to come up. It's just Max. I know. I call it that all the time. I'm like, it's on HBO. Because I don't watch Home the Max I part of it. I just watch the HBO part. Mm. I always call it Home Box Office Maximum. That's what I always call mm -hmm. it. Uh, you watched the Max shows because you watched Hacks. That was a Max show. That's true. I just meant I don't watch the like Discovery shows. Ah. When did you When it became Max. So maybe it's the Ma versus the Axe. Mm. What? <laughs> How do you split the, the two when it's just Max, Ma, and Axe? <laughs> The HBO shows versus like the Discovery shows. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what you're Pat talking asked about how much. I am, and we talked about a cult for a while instead, but I'm in the process of moving, which is one of the like three most stressful life things that happen. So. What are the other two? Because I would argue that it could be number one. What are yeah, the other two? I think two? divorce is one of them. And oh, sure. I'm not yeah, sure what the third one is. It's maybe having a child, maybe it's someone in your family dying <laughs> yeah those are i tough. feel like those there were three hard. and i'm like but i only remember divorce and moving <laughs> those are hard yeah divorce though once it's over it's over so that's easy yeah i guess moving once it's over it's over too but yeah man, that's it takes that'll take years off your life moving yeah it's a lot uh i gotta say i i did have some very nice movers we we had a nice conversation today so did you guys kiss no we did not did you kiss any of them no <laughs> Kiss any of the movers, Pat. Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's what everyone kisses their movers, don't they? Like a little peck on the cheek. Yeah, give them a little smoosh. Give them a little something. Here's something a tip. Road. Here's a tip for you. Hey, <laughs> driving your fucking trophies from Baltimore to Los Angeles, oh, for Christ's sake. Give them a little peck there. on the cheek. They're still there. Uh, the, the trophies are trophies. staying. They're not moving. <laughs> But God forbid your parents try to throw them out. You'll throw a hissy fit. I'll say yep, that. This is right? true. This is true. They are my trophies. I am proud because of what I did. Because, because they're my trophies. <laughs> well, Rach, we're not here to talk about trophies or movers or Mother God or the Galactics. I hope some of the broomheads have watched <laughs> this show so they know what the hell I'm talking about when I talk about the Galactics. We're not here to talk about any of that stuff. HBO Max, Max, Discovery, what is Max versus Discovery? What's part of the, what's like fucking um, Fisherman's Delight? What's the show where they fish? <laughs> the, the Bering Sea, off oh. the coast of the Bering Sea with fucking, what's that? That hardcore fishing show. Yeah, yeah. No, what's it called? Um, Sig. I used to watch this show religiously with my dear friend Lindsay Joe. They, I used to watch this show, and then I would watch the show that was like after the show, where they would like sit around and talk about the episode you just watched. I loved this show, and the fucking the brothers, the two brothers on the fishing boat, deadliest catching catch. crabs. 
The Deadliest Catch. Not Fisherman's Delight. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot more pleasant. I'd watch Fisherman's Delight. <laughs> Not so sure about Deadliest Catch, but Fisherman's Delight sounds lovely. Fisherman's Delight. <laughs> Lindsay that Joe, sounds, you remember that we used to watch like that like a sex position. Fisherman's Delight. Fisherman's Delight, yeah. <laughs> and it does because pussy, as we know, smells like fish. So. <laughs> Much like the Mother God house. <laughs> Smells like fish and fun. The mother god house smells like f- rancid pussy. Let's be honest. Oh, welcome to 2024. Hey, <laughs> we're starting. To, we're kicking it off with a new leaf. Um, I think we both needed uh, a good laugh. <laughs> fish, because afternoon delight is a is sex in yeah, the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're fisherman's delight. delight. Does sound like it. it's when they were really like when they really like a stinky puss and they're like, We want that. And they eat it and they taste it and they go, nom, 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 nom. That's the fisherman's delight right there. <laughs> anyway, should smell however it smells, it doesn't matter, it's all beautiful. That's what I would say. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Am I gonna get in trouble for that, you think, or no? <laughs> I don't think so. You think I'm gonna get to cut? <laughs> we yeah. need to. We can cut out the last part, but I think we need to keep the rest of it. <laughs> Which when I went like this, <laughs> that part? Or <laughs> no, I think that's probably the best part. <laughs> I think that because that's the that's the sound that you make. When you do it. <laughs> like when you. I wonder what makes it like fisherman's. Like, is there like a, a pipe involved, like or a rain slicker? Like. I think it's just when I think it's just when you go down Hooks. there, and it's a, and it's a particularly fishy pussy, and then that's a fisherman's delight. You eat it. It's a fisherman's delight. I just. just I think that this would. Yeah, you use your fingers as hooks to get into it. (laughs) I think the thing about it is, if I didn't say pussy so much, it would be less terrible. But I don't want to be like vagina because, come on. I know it sounds better. I'm okay with pussy. Yeah, you are. She loves it. This one. Oh my god, I. Clearly. If, if her movers were women, maybe they'd get a peck. Well, <laughs> they we got Sorry. they high five me everybody. before they left. All right, well that's kind of a interesting that's choice. A, that's a movers delight. That's a movers delight. Yeah, well one high five me, and then the other one went to fist bump me, but I still had my hand up for the high five, so he just bumped mm. my hand like this. One of the most awkward things in the world. And then I was like, what, how do we make this better? (laughs) I'm going to be totally transparent and say that I did laugh so hard that I did pee a little. Not a lot. Just a little bit. (laughs) It's hard as you get older, you know, I'm just going to sit here. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, that's that's good. That's fine with me. I'm like, mother God, I just sit in my own piss. (laughs) With your colonial silver or whatever it was. You know, I colo- colonial. Colonial? Oh, I colonial. I thought Coil- you said colonial. I was like, no, I, I don't know what that is, but I was like, sure. Colonial silver out here at <laughs> Colonial, colonial Williamsburg. Williamsburg. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's a good, this is actually good that we're doing all this because I'm going to be, again, transparent, yeah. which I just was again yeah. before. I'm going to be transparent again and saying, I watched these yesterday. I fell asleep so many fucking times yeah. that I had to watch like the last two minutes of the first episode damn near nine times. Mm-hmm. And like, this is how, like, I fall asleep for the like very short increments yeah. of time, seconds. Mm-hmm. But I kept having to go back. I didn't take a lot of notes. Yeah. I feel like my notes were a little thin on this. I watched this. um, So we were supposed to record yesterday, but um, I had to postpone a day. And so I watched this yesterday morning. So it's been. It's been over 36 hours. And I feel like a lifetime has happened in that time period. So I'm just like, yeah. wait, I have to talk about Katie getting addicted to codeine. Like, let me think about this for a second. Is she addicted or is she starting she is addicted. to be starting to be? I mean, as someone who just had to take some of that medication and I forgot like how it just makes how you feel like is. everything is okay. I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. th- you can, it, this is why people get addicted to this very easily. Didn't we just have a fucking a- a- addiction story? We like, did. did. It was cocaine and it was also alley and gambling. <laughs> can we just <laughs> for once have like the most obvious person get addicted to something as opposed to like the top student like it's always yeah the top guy you know Allie she's mm-hmm. fucking straight A's I guess hot Peter yeah that made sense that fit <laughs> that tracked but like the rest of them I'm like okay sure I guess maybe they're like Katie is like the epitome of a type A person like I don't think they've actually written a character they're just like just make her as type A as possible dude that is a really great point she doesn't have a lot of depth to her character that's literally the only thing that we have on her and yet she is the star of the show yeah right like right now she's constantly in episodes full on she is absolutely the number one star of the show and she is in every episode every episode revolves around her and like i got nothing i got no i'm just like uh, okay she's like sometimes kind of an asshole Mm -hmm. and then she's nice and then she's an like uh, what just what am i doing here with this character uh we're here to talk about degrassi more specifically degrassi uh episodes 1134 and 1135 which are the 34th and 35th episode of the 11th season they're the 264th and 265th proper episodes of the show wow. but because of all the two-parters uh it's like the 187 like the movie with samuel l jackson 187th episode the name of the episode is can't tell me nothing we've been down this road multiple times so many times kanye west song we've done them that's Uh, it rachel what was your favorite (laughs) outfit at the golden globes this weekend oh i didn't actually watch it so i had to see Mm. it kind of i saw the photos um i am trying to remember who i saw i liked emma stone's dress and I liked yep. um, Iota Beery's dress a lot. I thought she looked really pretty. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. Um, I didn't do a post for the Golden Globes this year because I forgot. And about 35 minutes into the Golden Globes, I went, oh, it's too late. Yeah. It's okay. I didn't go this year. I didn't get to go this year. 
It's okay. Everyone forgot about them because they no They're one's so cared, no one cared about them. And now we have the Emmys next week because they were delayed, so it's very confusing. The Emmy Awards are next week. They're next Sunday. From it's the sep- becoming- last September's Emmys that got delayed because of the strike are now oh. next week. Yeah. It's very confusing. I also feel like everyone just knows who's gonna win all the Emmys. Yeah, which is like boring. I I don't know. Yeah. I found like the last few years that it's like that one show wins everything in the category yeah. instead of like it maybe like there's a bunch of good shows out there. So maybe like this one wins best actor and this one wins best director. Well, and I'm looking forward to the least funny show on television. The bear winning all of the comedy awards. Yeah, we got to change that. That'll be fun. They're all there's not a single joke on that show, but no. um, look looking forward to it winning all the best comedy awards. Anyway, can't tell me nothing. I will say great video with Zach Galifianakis and Will Oldham. If you've mm-hmm. never seen it, you've mm-hmm. seen it. Yes. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. They sing the song. Zach Galifianakis also did that once with Fiona Apple mm-hmm. for um It's not about love. That's a great that's a great video too. Um, so check out Zach Galifianakis back when he did stuff. What's mm-hmm. he up to? I have no idea, actually. What is he up to? Google. At least the Jack Black song from the Mario Brothers movie was nominated for a Golden Globe. It's not even allowed to be nominated for the Oscars for some reason. Why not? <clears throat> it's not on the shortlist. It's not that it's not allowed, oh, okay. but it didn't even make it didn't the make it. of nominees. Even though it's a great song. Yeah. It seemed like people really liked Oppenheimer. <clears throat> By people, I mean the Hollywood Foreign Press. But they've expanded the Hollywood Foreign Press to make it less of a joke now, apparently. Apparently, but we still don't know who's in there. That's what they say. I've yet to see old Oppenheimer, but I will. I'll see it. I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it before the Oscar Awards because... Yeah, we got some time before that. It's probably going to win all the Oscar Awards, is my guess. Yeah, it, it might win a lot of those, too. I've only seen two of those movies that get nominated for things so far. You saw The Holdovers. Yeah. I know that. And I saw Nyad saw, a while ago. What about that gets nominated for things? It got, Annette Benning got nominated. You saw Barbie, no? No, I haven't seen, seen Barbie, Barbie yet. Nyad. Of course you saw Nyad because you love to swim. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, this is on Netflix. I'll watch it. And I want to watch May, December. Um, it's great. I want to see poor things. We were supposed to see it over the holidays and that didn't happen. So you went, you clicked play on Nyad because you thought it was, you read it wrong. You thought it was NYPD and you were like, I love cops. NYPD blue. <laughs> yeah. You thought it was, and you were like trying to catch up with Sipowitz and all oh, fucking the whole clan. Caruso. What's that guy's name? Mm-hmm. David Caruso, yes. but he was only on one season. Then Jimmy Smith. That's over. right. Jimmy Smith, who was later on um, <laughs> West Wing at the end. Jimmy Smith, when he left that show, got, you know, who took over for him? Oh. Uh, the great Ricky Schroeder, who's in MAGA. Oh, yeah. And then when Ricky Schroeder left, do you know who took over for Ricky Schroeder? No. Mark Paul Gosseler. Wow. So, I like, the about last. That. The last season or two of NYPD Blue is Sipowitz and Mark Paul Gosler. Wow. Not MAGA, as far as I know. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Fun stuff all around. So, Blurp. Degrassi. Blurp. Yeah, hit me with your, hit me with your best blur. <clears throat> okay. 
and can't tell me nothing, yet another character gets addicted to drugs. This time it's Katie and Codeine. And the Degrassi Coffeehouse gives Jenna a chance to get over KC and Tristan, Tori, and Zig a chance to be a trio. What I want to say about these episodes is that they are fucking boring. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we vacillate this season in between things that are really interesting and things that are really boring. And I can't tell you why some episodes are better than others. Yeah, this is not great. This is I mean, we're getting at least some character growth with Zig, Tori and Tristan. So Mm -hmm. that's welcome, I guess. Mm -hmm. But and Jenna's back. We haven't seen Jenna in a while. Mm -hmm. Still living with Allie's family. Still living with Allie's family. Owen and Tristan are brothers. That was an interesting. Uh, I I knew that and forgot that that was a thing. And yeah, it definitely gives you a different. I feel like we hated Owen so much. And then when he's with Anya and she's addicted to Coke, he kind of seems like not so bad. You're like, wait a second. Maybe he's not terrible. And now with with Tristan being his brother, I'm like, wait, maybe he's Except not that terrible. Except he was like shaming tell. her for doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hmm. yeah. Owen's also kind of shitty to his brother because he doesn't want to be seen with him. Yeah, right. He was like, but he he does have like a sweetness to him about his brother. But he, you know what this was reminding me of was Degrassi junior high with mm-hmm. the sister, the cool sister and mm-hmm. her nerdy brother. Stephanie How K she's always and... like, I, Stephanie K and yeah. Willard, her brother. Her brother Willard, um, and how she's always like Willard. <laughs> what? I don't remember what his last his name, name was with the K. So I was trying to make it Sipowitz, but with a K. <laughs> Willard Sipowitz. That's his name. The brother Willard Sipowitz, and she's like, "You don't even live with me. You're not my brother." And so Owen's doing the same thing. I'm wondering if they're dipping into their old bag of tricks. Arthur. But Arthur anyway, Kozlowski. neither none of Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur Sipowitz. Yes. <laughs> Sipowitz should be the last name of someone on every show. Mm-hmm. Andy Sipowitz is one of the truly great character names in history of time. It is a good character name. You like that song Down Easter, Alexa, don't you? I don't know if I remember which song that is. I thought you said you liked that. I thought you said you liked that song at some point. Um, I don't remember that song. I, for some reason, thought you'd like that song. Like that, I, it doesn't matter because I just thought for some reason, I remember you being like, I don't like Billy Joel except for the song, the down Easter Alexa, but that can't be the case. <laughs> it's not that it must be someone else. <laughs> That's so specific. I, somebody definitely said that to me at some point. <laughs> that song came on the radio again. Yeah. That song came on the radio and I was like, it's funny because I like liked that song when mm-hmm. it was out in like 1989, you know, mm-hmm. Stormfront, the Billy Joel album. And the song is really it's so much it's about a fucking fisherman. And I'm like, why would this resonate with me? It's like a, the sad song about like there being no fishing anymore on the island that I live, like the island going away. And I was like, why? Why would I care about this? But I did like that song. <laughs> I hadn't heard it in years, but I knew most of the words. (laughs) You love Fisherman. Fisherman's Delight. Yeah. Big big fan. Fisherman's Delight. Uh, 
We got to talk. We're beating around the bush, the fisherman's delight, because we don't want to talk about these episodes. But we got to start. So Katie is just fucking elbowing <laughs> bitches and not giving a shit. She's at this soccer tryout. Drew is there cheering her on, which I loved. Nice representation from Drew cheering his his girlfriend on. He's got no. I will say for Drew, he doesn't have a lot of hangups here. He's very much. There's no like macho bullshit. He's like, that's my girl, nope. dude. And I'm here to watch her kick ass and he likes it and I'm into it. Yeah, it was um, great. Yes. Yeah, you got. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then she elbows this woman, girl, whatever you say, right in the nose so that she can go and score a goal at soccer football, if you will. And um, mm-hmm. so she gets home. Her mom shows up in the kitchen there and uh, she's saying to her mom, she's like, Mom, I don't know what happened. I'm not they're not calling me for soccer. And some other girls got called They're all This is and basically now we're finding out. Maybe we knew this. I don't know. Maybe we did. We're fine. But I was finding out because I don't know anything that this is her life. She has mm-hmm. been building her whole life to this moment. She has been sacrificing dances and friends and food folks and fun all to get a soccer scholarship to the soccer school of her choice. And so she's like, I got to get on this soccer team. And if what, maybe they're mad that I elbowed and broke this poor girl's nose. Maybe I'm not going to get the, and it's all, and this is all, build it it's like 36 tryouts to get on this damn team it's like she's yeah. waiting it's not even that she's getting on she's gonna go to the next heat mm-hmm. go ahead what are we gonna say no 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 that was that was pretty much it just like there were so many tryouts for this it was ridiculous to get on the national team and every day it's just like oh just one more just one more Every day it was just what this. How many? Tri- oh, it's a nationals team, so it's not the Degrassi team. No, this I must is have fallen the Canadian national that. team. <laughs> she said. She said the national the, the team Olympics. Lot, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Do you want to play the Olympics? I thought maybe that was like, maybe that meant varsity. I was thinking, I guess, like maybe mm-hmm. Canadian national means varsity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're weird. Bizarro world. Um, so, so she ends up getting a call. Hey, Katie, great news. You're on the team, but all the while she's also trying to come up with ideas. She's a real, she's got too much on her plate. She's a real Holly J, but she does not do any of this with the same like grace as Holly J. Mm -hmm. I will, I will say. She's kind of all over the place. She's trying to come up with ideas for the her presidency to make her presidency important. Like, who fucking cares? And none of the ideas are good. And then Marisol steals an idea from Fiona, which is this a B story? No, this is part, all part yeah. of the A story still, right? Part of the A story. And, yeah, it's very weird. And that idea is to have a Degrassi coffee shop, which means they like stay open and the school stays open and people just sit around and watch people sing songs, I guess. There's no coffee. 
No, there, it's a coffee house with no coffee. So it's the dot, just, but not. Why don't they just call it Degrassi Open Mic? Yeah, that's what it should have been. That's all it is. It's but just this is Fiona's mic. idea that Marisol stole. Marisol is <clears throat> something. She's something. Fiona's going to get her revenge on this one, though, I think. Yeah. Don't you think? I'm curious. I felt like they didn't talk about that enough in this. Like, it was just like, you stole my idea. And they specifically before Katie was like, not Fiona's idea. So I'm just curious, like, what the point of that was and if it goes anywhere further. Yeah, they needed to get Fiona on the show because they were like, we need something. Mm-hmm. We need some life here. So they put Fiona on the show. Um, So... Yeah, so coffee house is happening. Marisol can't even spell coffee, right? So she's flipping it. They make a banner. Coffee's only got one F. And now she's really feeling the heat. Our old pal Katie. Mm -hmm. So she gets into the next heat of the tryouts. And the soccer player whose nose she broke with an errant elbow and let's be honest, that elbow was on purpose. Oh, yeah, it was definitely on purpose. I'm not saying she meant to break her nose, but she meant to shake her a little bit and say, hey, get off me. Listen to me. Step off. Yeah. And she then tries the to woman, apologize that girl. Yeah. And then she's like, no. <laughs> and then that girl she's, trips her. At the next, the next tryout, the girl's there. She's got a big mask on her face for a broken nose because she mm-hmm. doesn't want to get it rebroken. And she trips Katie, but she kicks the shit out of her leg. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And Katie goes down for the count. She's got a big bruise. There's fear that it's an ACL tear, which I guess is bad. I always hear that. Oh, tore his ACL. So, you know, that's a bad thing. Yeah. I but have Katie- not torn an ACL, knock on wood, but I have heard it is bad. Bad news. Bad news. Knees. Bad news, bad knees. Don't you don't want bad knees? You're gonna no. be an athlete. No, you do not. You need to keep your joints so, in good shape. So the doctor tells her she shouldn't be, um, practicing anymore. She's got to take some time off. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't want to hear this because this has been her whole life. She's done everything. And she's moved mountains just to try to get to this point in her life to get on the Olympics. What's she doing the Olympics? She wants to get on the national team so that she can get a scholarship to college and also go to the Olympics. But I was very confused about I'm like, and what is the end goal? <sighs> because her parents don't seem too concerned with her getting a scholarship. No. She's so, she's the one putting all the pressure on herself because she is type A and that is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the superintendent of plot devices showed up because they were like, Katie needs to get addicted to codeine. So let's make her mom. <laughs> like, does her mom, her mom has MS. Is that the story? Yeah, the, Her mom has right. MS. Um, she's in a, she's bound to a wheelchair. Yeah. Drew made a comment to her about like, you don't want to end up in a wheelchair and she took it badly. And, but I mean, in this episode, yeah, <laughs> you might no. have fallen asleep. During I that. probably fell asleep. During that. <laughs> so um, did Drew not know at that point that her mom was in a wheelchair? I, I guess he knew, but he didn't he think about the way he was saying it to her. I certainly didn't know yeah. until she showed yeah, up. It was after kitchen. she showed up in the kitchen um, that this came out, but she, yeah, she's, she's <laughs> kind of just like, I'm just going to play through it. I'm just going to play through it. 
And so the doctor, on the other hand, it's like, we need to get an MRI so we can actually see what's going on, but we can't do that for a while because I don't know. The MRI machine's all booked. It's up, all booked up. It's all booked it's up. It's only one MRI machine in Toronto. So you gotta, you gotta yeah. wait your turn. Yeah. I mean, Trudge people, out. people complain about private health care, but I can get an MRI tomorrow if I want one. <laughs> I said to pay for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So Rachel's, Rachel's super, real, super, real anti-social. Superintendent of plot devices is like no MRI till next month. <laughs> yeah. So let's get her addicted to pills. How do we do that? Let's put her, let's give her mom MS so that she takes codeine. I'm also surprised. I, I my aunt has MS, um, but I'm not very close to her. And I know some other people um, who have it too, but like, I don't know what, what medications people take, but I'm, I'm like, this is a painkiller. Like, I don't know that that's necessarily what that's being used for. So I was a little bit surprised about the, yeah, they're like, well, again, superintendent of plot devices. They're like, "Mm, she could take this probably. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So she's popping these codings. Now she's kicking, she's kicking goals on drew up the wazoo. It's great stuff. She asks Drew about it, and Drew's like, you know, as long as it's, like, under control and you're just doing this for now, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she even asked Marisol about it, right? Yeah. Marisol's, like, same same deal? I don't remember. They all, Marisol, Drew, and Maya know that she's taking codeine. Oh, Maya. Right, the sister. Yeah. The sister's like, should I call you Judy Garland? She didn't say that. <laughs> but she was thinking it. It would have been better if she did say that. Yeah. I like how so, how she says to her sister, you know, if the New York Philharmonic, like, we're going to turn you down for your cello playing, which we have an inkling that she's supposed to be very good at, but we have not actually seen anything yet. Um, I just, I'm like, wow, this family where they're just some real achievers, aren't they? Yeah, they're achieving in very different uh, aspects of life, too. Mm-hmm. One's in the arts. One's in sports. Mm-hmm. Also, academics and presidency. Yeah. And just apparently all around great at everything. She was also very into Taekwondo, remember? Like she was teaching Drew oh, that. Yeah. And I'm like, really when did you that. have fucking time for Taekwondo? Because if soccer has meant that you didn't get to go to like birthday parties and shit, there's no way you had time for Taekwondo. You were only playing soccer. Maybe it was helping her with her soccer. Maybe. She was like kicking the ball like it, like you do with Taekwondo. You never know. <laughs> you do. Those two things involve kicking. <laughs> yeah. So it's just different kicking. Yeah. It's very. Mm. In fact, kicking is one of the main things on both of them. So running is only important on you, in Rachel. one of them. Chokes on you, Rach. Mm-hmm. Breaking boards is only relevant in one of them yeah. as well. She tries to get the doctor to give her strong painkillers, and he's like, take some ibuprofen. If you can't put weight on it, you shouldn't play. She called the doctor, and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. No, because she's seeing things because she's taking fear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, there's fucking monkeys on my bed. She's, the doctor was like, you monkeys on your bed, yeah. it's going to be a monkey on your back is what's going to happen yeah. here. Yeah. Pretty soon, if you get into this codeine. Yeah. So, I don't remember. She fucking goes to the final tryout. Is that what's happening at the end? Yeah. 
She goes to- and she can't walk. This woman can't walk. Drew is piggybacking her around the school. Mm-hmm. I'm confused as to when she's taking the codeine. Is it like right before she practices? She's always she taking, taking two pills. And I think that they were like high dosage too, which I'm just like, nice. well, this is real. She's definitely seeing monkeys all over the place. Flying monkeys like yeah. the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And they're jumping on the bed, banging their heads all over the place. And the doctor says, you got to cut this out. You got to cut the shit. Yeah. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, you got to cut the shit. Somehow she makes it through this episode and three people know that she's been taking codeine, but like her parent, no one important, like her parents don't know. <laughs> Simpson doesn't well, know. She does make a point to say to the mom at one point, she's like, you don't take those every day, right? Yeah. Like, so as to suggest that like I can the mom's them. not keeping yeah. a tally. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to the final practice. Drew's there. Marisol's there. They all like have a fucking he they bring a cheering section Mm -hmm. for her. Meanwhile, all these other Degrassi kids are also trying out for this spot. No one's bringing up Calvalcade. No, they're all very happy for her. And they're like. I'm cheering her on as she's leaving and she's, you know. I gotta tell you, I'm not really feeling Katie. I found this a frustrating storyline. I'm curious how other people feel about this. So if you have thoughts on this, like please post in the Facebook group. Um, because it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like there's, I'm, I don't really care if she makes a national team or not. Like, and I feel like I should care that she makes it or not. Um, but I feel like she's just so hyper focused on that one thing in the same way that she was on like winning the election that I'm just kind of like, this doesn't seem like a person who I'd be interested in being friends with or being around. I assume that they've mentioned her being a soccer player before they have. Yeah. But, but not to this extent. Cause she's got so many other things. Yeah. I'm surprised that she's trying to do all of these things. Well, but I don't know, maybe because I wasn't an overachiever. So. Be that as it may, she shows up at the final tryout and she collapses. But is she on codeine or has she at that point said, I'm not going to take codeine? No, she took it, but she still, I think that it was wearing off because she took it earlier. Well, Um, but the thing is, is that I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but like, I feel like if she, if she, regardless of whether she had been on coding or not, if she like tore her ACL, like in that moment, if it was like hanging on by a thread and then it like went, like, I think that would still really hurt. It would. I agree. I think so too. But also the doc, well, I guess they didn't. I, the, the thing I, so in England, they used to have, they still do. You can get coding over the counter in other drugs. You just have to ask for it. Um, but they have like ibuprofen with coding that you can get among other things. And I used to take that sometimes when like nothing else would fix something. Like if I felt just really to take bad that sometimes when it was Tuesdays, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> just Tuesdays. Um, and I noticed whenever I would take it, it's like, I still was in pain, but I felt okay about it. I was just like, Oh, it's fine. I don't mind that I'm in pain. And it's like, that's mm. how opioids work. It's like, it right. doesn't necessarily get rid of the pain, right. but it makes you feel okay about it. And I guess we have to assume that she just made it worse by playing on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just continuing to practice, continuing to walk around and stuff. And she kept getting piggyback rides from Drew, but she wasn't using crutches or anything to keep off of it. And like, I, 
I'm not that level of an athlete, but like I have like a hip injury that I've been dealing with for the last like 10 months. And I'm just like, oh, God, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine like trying to play soccer when you're that injured. Yeah, totally. So she collapses. They call the doctor. They call the ambulance. She goes to the hospital. She comes home. She's on crutches. She needs surgery. She's not going to be playing soccer, but she is going to be playing with mother's little helper. He goes running for the shelter of a mother's little helper, and she has to start away. Uh, my, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that that was, I believe, my sister's favorite Rolling Stone song as a child. Doctor, please, some more of these. Great song. Mm-hmm. Great for a child to love. <laughs> I liked it too as a kid, to be yeah. honest. It's, it's, it's a, a very great catchy song. song. Yeah. yeah. I used to have the Hot Rocks tape, which had all the greatest hits. Yeah. And that was one of them. I liked that one under my thumb, I liked when I was a kid, yeah. which is an awfully misogynistic <laughs> song. And uh, I went to, when I went to the uh, orthopedist in, a couple months ago to figure out like what was up with my hip. They're like, Oh, this just happens to women in their late thirties and forties. And I was like, great, great. So what a drag it is getting old. indeed. What a drag it is. About to have your 19th nervous breakdown. Yeah. Can't wait. It comes your 19th nervous breakdown. The early Rolling Stones shit is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that stuff is so good. Unlike As hacky diamonds, by, right? Your favorite. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Maybe it would be my favorite. I couldn't tell you. Hard to know. But those very early ones. I, I never, never break, never break, never break this heart of stone. I think it's 30 milligrams of codeine. I just had it on TV. <laughs> like, Is that a lot? I think that's a lot. I so had she was taking 60. So she was taking 60. I, for my last, for my surgery, I had Oxycontin, which is different, but same family yeah. of drugs. But I had five milligrams at like, and could not have like more than two in a day. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never had any of those. Yeah. So I'm like, for someone who hadn't been taking that to just suddenly be like, I'm just popping two. <laughs> no wonder when she's practicing with Drew, she's like in such a great mood. And she's just like, yeah, this is she great. Really is. Oh, it's we didn't talk time. about the best part of this, which is the most obvious part where she operates heavy machinery. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. I forgot. About which that. also nothing bad happened because of that. I was so I ready for her to get in trouble. She smushes a desk. That is funny. I didn't even put that together that like she was operating heavy machinery. <laughs> um, I'd like to fuck around with the oxy one time, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid to do it. Yeah, I you're like I was not allowed to drive until it was totally out of my system. So I can't imagine her just being like going to school, doing whatever. They probably shouldn't have those, right? No. Yeah. I'm also surprised that her, it was just like in the kitchen, but I mean, I also understand that her mom probably has a lot of medications that she's taking. They implied that with like how many things were in that cabinet. Well, she trusts her children, I yeah. guess too, which is the first mistake. Yeah. Don't trust your children. I don't have any and I know not to trust them. Yeah. But you know. Well, I guess we'll see. She has to have surgery now. She hasn't gotten in trouble, but she might be addicted to codeine. I just now realized I have to pick an MVP for this episode. (laughs) I have a blank spot for it. I haven't written it in yet. (laughs) 
Um, I know who I actually know who I'm picking. Anyway. I have okay. One more thing to say about the Katie thing before we go on. Um, everyone keeps saying to her that if you're going to injure yourself, you might end up in a wheelchair. Like Drew says it. Maya says something about like, oh, at least your house is already wheelchair accessible. Like these digs at her. Um, and for someone who's supposedly smart and bright and can be the school president and can do all these things. I'm like, she is really fucking stupid when it comes to mm. like, she essentially is just going to make it so that she's never going to be able to play soccer again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You froze again. Did I, or was I just sitting still? No, I guess. I oh, you might've just been sitting still. You were just sitting still. <laughs> you were sitting remarkably still. <laughs> Huh. It's hard to know sometimes. Hard to know. You were like, I make a point and I fucking sit here, dude. <laughs> That's I what mean, I did. I, mean, <laughs> I was waiting for a reaction. Like, <laughs> I put now, my what pipe do you in my mouth and I started smoking my pipe and leaned back in my armchair. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? Well, I have to say, Rachel, I agree. Mm-hmm. Pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty stupid. Pretty stupid, 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 stupid. Be sorry. <laughs> Jenna. Jenna's back. Stories. Jenna's back. She's excited about coffee shop. She's going to sing some songs, but oh, no, she left her song book at KC's house. Yeah. So she's got to go get it. I don't know. He, Who cares? He brings it into school, but with a bunch of ties stuff. I have to be totally honest with you. I am just like so unmoved by any of this that I'm like, oh, fucking, I don't fucking care. So she sings the song. She's like, I'm not going to sing the song because I don't want to upset Casey because the song's about Casey. But Casey hears her singing the song in rehearsal. So he's like, oh, I'm going to double down and write this mean poem about her and read it in class where he talks about the Grenna. Was that what it was? Yeah. The Grenna. The, the Grenna. <laughs> that like eats so everything. So obviously <laughs> not Jenna. <laughs> a nasty monster, Grenna. So then Jenna's like, fuck this. I'm going to sing the song. So she sings the song. It's like barely even mean. He hears it. Yeah. But he's all upset then, about it the first time he hears it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then after the poem incident, he hears her sing it at coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Again, no coffee. Mm-hmm. Should call it coffee list shop. You know what I'm saying, Rach? <laughs> they called it coffee house, so they didn't say that they were selling oh, coffee, coffee house. Oh, they, they just said it, it was house. a house of coffee, like Maxwell House. House, coffee house. Sorry, mm-hmm. you are right, but they didn't. But they Im- implied coffee. Yes, they yeah, did. it's like the serious channel coffee house, where it's like the music. You know, mm-hmm. the song wasn't bad. It was fine. Just like Casey's poem was fine. <laughs> Do you remember when Jenna was on a popular television series? Yep. Where yep. she was like singing. They're like, every we're not week. having enough Jenna singing. We spent too much time on Sav bonding with Miss O over music. It's just like Jenna was like a, a famous person for a minute. Yeah. And then they were like, eh. 
So Casey then approaches Jenna after coffee house. And he's mm-hmm. very nice. And he's like, you know what, Jenna, you deserve to have to take out the, your frustrations. However you see fit. That's very mature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he, and he was like, you know, it's pretty cool. Like you, you wrote a song about me and she was like, yeah, I guess it is pretty cool. And I guess they were sort of like leaving it on the table that maybe they could get back together, but also they were, um, teasing her getting involved with old Jake, mm-hmm. you know, Jake. Yes. Jake, who is no longer dating his stepsister. <laughs> yeah. Just when it was about to get hot, he was like, I'm yeah. out of here. And now he's like going to try to date Jenna, I guess. Cause yeah. like he's really good at making sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's really good at writing songs. Yeah. So there you have it. There you have she's going to steal another one of Claire's boyfriends. Yes. Remember also when they were like, Jenna's such a boyfriend stealer. And then she's only had one boyfriend. Yeah. She hasn't stolen any other boyfriends. She has a really great vest. <laughs> she's wearing that vest is is for real, I dude. I can't with the vest. It's so terrible. Jenna's vest might be the fucking most valuable Degrassi, to be fair. <laughs> we haven't done a lot of MVOs. And they wear uniforms, so it's hard for it to really stand out. But that is something. She's That vest is, and the whole outfit is something, I really. Yeah. Just jamming on that acoustic guitar, but it sounds like an electric guitar at times. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Rach? About Jenna's vest? <laughs> about the whole thing. Uh, I, I can't know. get, I can't, I can't get I excited. I just could not, I was not into it. I wasn't excited about it. I didn't find it very interesting. Um, I actually I, maybe found the sea story slightly more interesting. I like the song though. Yeah, the song was all right. Yeah. I just like, I, I don't know. There's something about, I can't. <sighs> I know that Jenna and Casey broke up. But, like, I still don't really understand, like, what Jenna's feeling about the whole situation. It's like, this is what you wanted. Is she upset about it? I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of muddy. I think she's upset about it in the respect that, like, he sort of did not meet the moment in any way. I don't think that it's like that she doesn't love him anymore. I think she probably still does love him, but I think that her issue is that when the going got tough and to his, in his defense, he's a child. Mm -hmm. So like it's, it's, it's understandable, but in her eyes, he sort of like bailed, you know, multiple things like the whole Mm -hmm. Marisol thing, then the baby and then not, supporting her at all when the baby was there and then when she was like well maybe we give the baby up for adoption he took it as like this like oh well we can't possibly do that so he did kind of have a, a rough so i think it's more about that she still probably loves him but all of the things that happened sent her away yeah. from him yeah but again it was an impossible situation for them all to be in yeah where they're living with his mom who's like just back in the picture after being in prison mm-hmm. so it was a tough scenario for everybody involved yeah but i liked the way this ended in the sense that it's like closure and they're both sort of like we can move on yeah yeah and i did without hating each other yeah and i felt like jake was only in this episode 
to serve other people's stories. But I did kind of appreciate that Jenna was like trying to write these like happy songs that were terrible. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'd like something less shiny. Yeah. And I was like, me too. I also me, would like me something three, less Rach. shiny. Me three. And I liked the song. You know what it was about that coffee house? So bright. It wouldn't be so bright in oh, a coffee house. Too bright. Too bright. They did not do a good job reculating. Reculating? Reculating? What word was I even trying to say? <laughs> I was like, regulating? <laughs> no. 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 I, uh, recreating was what I was trying to say. Reculating is what I said. Oh, my God. Why do I Reculating? have we're all out here regulating one by one. My goodnesses. So anyway, that's it. We got there. We got there. It took a minute, but we yeah. got there. Let's talk about the, <gasps> can you get the sea story? Can you get the sea story? Wow, <laughs> to what song a is place this? where blind men see. <laughs> Greed. You know what it is? Yeah, yeah. You know what song it is? Yeah. Creed's hot. They're back. Did you know that? I knew people were talking about them again. I, the, so the, the place we are in pop culture appreciation is reclamation for everybody. Yeah. Like, and I'm sorry. I am all for like, if something was maligned, but it was like undeserving of malignment, malignation, I don't know what the word is, <laughs> reculation, for example. <laughs> I'm all for like going back and being like, you know what? That was pretty good. Bush is pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking drawing the line at Creed, yo. I mean, everybody, and like the other one was like Limp Biscuit. Sorry, yeah. Gomez. The other one was Limp Biscuit not that long ago, and everybody's like, now Limp Biscuit's good. And it's like, no, it's not. It can, you can like it. Yeah. And it can be bad. Yeah. And that's but fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and go, now, guys, you know what? We were wrong about Creed. They're good. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not good. You can like it. You can like a bad thing. Yeah. And there's no shame in liking a bad thing. I like a thousand bad things. I like terrible movies. I love fucking, I don't know, a lot of music that people probably think is bad, and that's mm -hmm. fine. But I'm not going to go uh, sit here and allow the culture to say to me, that weird Christian band fronted by that guy who lost his marbles and now like is coming back and sang like a goon. You know what? That was some good stuff. <laughs> it's not. You can like it. That's fine. We're not going to say it's good. No. Can you get the sea story? <laughs> some of the Bush singles. That when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. Can't have this. I will say in now, I think some of the songs are good. Mm -hmm. I think Come Down is a great song. Swallowed is a good mm -hmm. song. They're, those songs are pretty good. Yeah. 
Higher by Creed. No. Rach. I I hated Creed with a passion. I will continue to I don't I don't feel that level of hatred anymore, but I want nothing to do with them. I think I'm I was just, the one I think I had texted you during the World Series that I was watching one yeah. of the games and I was like, why are they Texas. talking about Creed? We don't yeah. not the thing is, is like we don't have to like retcon we don't have to just now go everything that was bad 20 years ago, we were wrong about it, and now it's good. It's not. No, yeah. it's fine. It doesn't have to be good for yeah. you to like it. The Spice Girls is not good. Except for Spice Up Your Life. But look, Rach. Also Spice Girls is a great movie. <laughs> Rach. But you can you can say the that's, UK has put them on stamps good. now. <laughs> No, they Maybe were. The they represented- Maybe the Spice Girls are good. Sorry, <laughs> bad example. Bad example. Um, cut that. Yeah, don't cut it. I'm just kidding. But I understand. I'm just here to say. I'm just here to say. No bueno on greed. Just like retconning, like retconning the half a heart song. <laughs> good segue, Ray. I'm just trying to get good us into segue. this story somehow. <laughs> good segue. Um, but I really I'm just trying to pad this episode, pal. We don't have a lot. Which I'm trying to get anything else into this thing. But good segue. That was a very good segue. I'm being serious. Um half a heart. What's interesting about what's more interesting about this episode than that song is that Tori and Tristan have a West Drive vlog where they recap the episodes yeah, of West like Drive. I know. And I was just like, look at these guys. Yeah, we're like Tori and Tristan. Our fans expect the recaps to be up before the new episode drops. Yeah, that's true. They do. Not our fans. They know that we have a lot of things going on. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff going on. Our fans know it's it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint here. We're gonna mm-hmm. get them up when we get them up. And uh, if I tear my ACL, I'm out. Like I gotta make sure that I don't get injured. Hell yeah, I agree. I can't edit but with a torn ACL. We do. We are a lot like Tristan and Tori, though. Yeah. So the basically all this is about how. Zig is replacing Tristan and Tori uh classic, in Tori's life. Classic story of And Tristan is feeling very left out and he's feeling like she's rushing to go and hang out with her boyfriend instead of her bestie who she sings show tunes with and mm-hmm. has a great time with and he's feeling, you know, he's feeling the hurt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he asks his brother for advice. And his brother's like Lift weights, man. <laughs> you got to make it look like you belong here. <laughs> <clears throat> so he's like, why do you, how do I break up Tori and Zig? Cause this guy's really cramping my style. Yeah. He said that he and Tori had talked about taking over grade nine together. They were yeah. going to be, they were going to take over the power squad. He mentioned, yeah. uh, I don't remember what else he said though. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? I really like these two. I like this theater kid energy. I really yeah. do. I like this sort of like unabashed, Fucking mm-hmm. like sing songy. We need this. We've never really had this. I mean, we've never really no. had a theater kid. Have no, we? No, I don't think no. so. I'm all for it. Yeah. I I think it's a nice welcome change. I don't think I could be friends with Tristan. Uh did you I watched that movie Theater Camp? Did you watch that movie? I have not seen it. Is it good? It's I gotta tell you. 
This is my 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 reaction to it. It looks like I'm masturbating. I'm wi- I'm wiping my <laughs> pants because I spilled beer all over them. Um, I watched this movie and for like an hour and 10 minutes, I was like, I'm enjoying this. This is perfectly great. I like all mm-hmm. these actors. Ayo Edabiri's in it. Mm-hmm. The kid from American Vandal's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all these people. I'm having a great time. I'm really enjoying this movie. It's a little formulaic, but I'm really enjoying this movie. And then the third act of this movie, they show what is a healthy portion of the musical they've been teasing for the whole movie, which is something Degrassi always shits the bed on. They're like, we're going to tease this play for a season. And then we're barely going to see it. We're barely going to show it to you. And the third act of this movie, much like Waiting for Guffman, is... All the songs they've been teasing they're going to play, all of the performances they've been teasing, and it is so great. I was crying. This movie got me on a level that, like, the first two acts, I was just, like, along for the ride, and then by the end, and movies, I feel like it's hard to stick the landing. Mm -hmm. This sticks the landing and then, like, made it a great movie. And I loved it. It turned my whole idea. It's still pretty formulaic and by the numbers, but they give you the songs. The songs are great and funny. The performances are great and funny and two thumbs up. Good to know. Siskel and Ebert. All the thumbs. These are my sis. This is Siskel over here. This is Ebert. And then even if Richard Roper wants to throw one in there. Oh, a third one. A third one. Mm-hmm. What was that joke you once made on the podcast about Cicel and Ebert's thumbs? Oh, that they put them in their coffins with their thumbs up. <laughs> Morbid. Yeah, that's me sometimes. <laughs> Dark comedy, you know what I'm I saying? I like it, I like it. Regular May December over here. Um, yeah, right. uh, Tristan brings like a, a funny, bitchy theater kid energy. Like, what did... Um, I find there's a point where he there's a point. Yes, there's a point where he I I can't remember. They were in the classroom or something. And oh, everyone has to like pair up in groups for something. And he says something about like, you know, either this or you're a rational person who likes Adele. It's like a little bit. There's a little bit of attitude to it. Yeah, you're right. I like it. So he wants to perform this like very cheesy. Oh, first of all, Owen's like, if you want to break them up, tell them that you overheard Zig calling her fat. <laughs> so he does. He's like, you know, I overheard Zig like after practice after. Oh, the other big thing is that like she can't hang out with Tristan because she has to watch Zig skateboard. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. I, they made it super lame why she was like not available yeah, to hang awful. out. As a, I was like, yeah, that is really bad. Like she should, yeah, she, she goes, should be hanging out with her friend and not watching I, him skateboard. I promised Zig I would watch him skateboard. Not even like he has like a skateboard contest. It's like, no, I'm just watch him. And not like I will do something that is participatory. It's like, no, I'm going nope. to just go watch him do something and I'm just going to stand on the side. 
So Tristan says after I heard him at the over at the, I was walking past the skate park and I hold him, heard him say what he likes about you is how curvy you are or something like that. Mm-hmm. She gets all bent out of shape and immediately Tristan's like I'm lying. He didn't say that. Gives up the ghost right yeah. away so quickly. And so she, he sort of is like, yeah, I'm just jealous because you're like always with him. And she's like, no, come on, we'll we can let's get him involved. Mm-hmm. So they show him before that happens. She's mad at him. So then he devises this plan to get them both to talk to each other by giving them both like notes to go to the dot. And he's waiting for them at the dot in like a trench coat and a hat. I fell asleep for this. So you missed this entirely. It was um, it was a callback to when they tried to break Jimmy out of the hospital. And oh, Craig comes in and he's got like the the trench coat. I remember Hannah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's ex- literally like that Tristan is sitting over the table and he was like, I was the one who called you both here to the dot. No, I, do, I absolutely didn't see this. It's, just, it's good. It's good. So that's how they they become friends again. And this is when they decide to try to like find something to do as a trio or a way to hang out together. Yeah. Right. And the so coffee then, house idea comes up. Yeah. And Tori and Tristan show him the song, which neither of them sing good. They sing it okay. But this has very theater camp energy because she says this is like a song we did at theater camp. And it's like half hearted. I have half a heart. You have half a heart. When we put it together, it's one heart. And Zig is correctly saying like, yeah, they do a heart thing with their arms. Hand hearts before hand hearts. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, they sing the song. And Zig correctly is like, I'm not fucked. There's nothing for me here. I'm not mm-hmm. singing this fucking song in the coffee shop, coffee house. Sorry. So he's Unless you be- let me rap. Yeah, he's going to do a rap. And Zig's like, I don't think there should be a rap. I mean, Tristan's like, I don't think there should be a rap on this. Tori's like, but I think there should be a rap on this. And then they're like, but this is lame. And even Tori's like, this is going to be, this is going to go over pretty badly. Um, so then they kind of get into a fight again. And then Tristan goes to see Owen. And Owen is basically like, you know, you used to do all those goddamn plays and shit. It's like the only reason nobody made funny is because I told them I'd kick their ass if they did. But then he also is like, but you should just be yourself. That's what, like, just do what you do. Yeah. He wasn't I liked that Owen wasn't like telling him not to perform the song. Pretty good. I thought that was like a good way to be. So he was like, fuck it, I'm going to go perform the song by myself. And as he gets up there and he starts performing it, everybody's making fun of him. They're throwing tomatoes at him like Fozzie Bear. And then uh, Tori can't take it anymore. So she gets up and she starts singing the song with him. Lovely moment. And then they get to the point where Zig's supposed to rap. And (laughs) Tristan's like, don't you have a rhyme to spit? Or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he comes up and he does the rap. And they're pretending they're like fighting. All the girls love the rap. You know, they do. They do. This hot, hot to trot Zig has got a nice rap. And then they do the whole thing and there's a big standing ovation. It's a nice moment. And then they're friends. Yeah. They're going to be friends moving forward, these three. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. And Cassie Steele's sister, now that I know she's Cassie Steele's sister, does look a lot like Cassie Steele. Yeah, yeah. Who do you like more? 
Uh, Manny or Tori? Manny. I like Tori better, I think. Really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you barely know her. You haven't even I gotten know, an but... opportunity to meet her. I know. That's I can't wait to see how she ends up not at the school anymore because she does not make it to next class. She, why? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. She's not bad. No. I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to see where, where this goes. My most valuable Degrassi is Manny <laughs> for not being in this shit. <laughs> Manny Santos for not being in any of these episodes. Can't tell me nothing. Well, Rach, did it or didn't it? What do you think? Did it? I know the answer to this one. It didn't. No. It it could have. But I feel like I'm just tired of the addiction arcs. I have no interest in it. Like, we need to get into something a little bit more interesting. Not to say that people don't get addicted to all these different things that they have presented us with. But it's just... And not to say that it's not prevalent either, because it is, but it's just boring storytelling. Like, it's the same formula every time, and they don't really try to make it that different or interesting. I'm with you, pal. I feel like we're in the doldrums of this season, where it's like, well, let's get to, like, the end, the high point, the season finale. What what is the, what's going to be the big thing? I'm just waiting for the for fucking um, uh, Savage Miss O. When is that? What are they going to do when, more about that? He I'm went sorry. to college. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. Sav is not. We may never see him again. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will say, yeah, I, I'm just so I'm just sick of like overachiever gets into drugs. I'm mm-hmm. sure, like you said, I'm sure it happens uh, and it happens often, but we've seen it. It's a TV mm-hmm. show. It's not real life. Make America great again. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Make America great again. MAGA. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that? You ever heard anybody say that before? Make America great again? I have heard of that. Yes. Mm. All right, Pat. It's just, a, it's just a mantra that I live by. Out of all that. these characters. Yeah. Who Which would one? you most Same like to every see? Every one of them. <laughs> okay. okay katie katie's mom the girl she punched in the nose um drew marisol, marisol. the doctor maya okay. okay um i don't know if there's anyone her else. dad katie's dad her dad katie's her dad. dad was yep. there yeah her dad was Definitely. there um yep. jenna okay. and casey okay. and yep. jake Jake sure. um, and yeah. Allie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Fiona. Fiona was there. Fiona. Fiona. And then and Tori Allie. and Tristan and Zig and Owen. Yeah. yeah and the yeah, people yeah. who throw things at Tristan <laughs> yeah, okay. on stage. Okay. Those are my options. Yeah. Out of all of okay. them, who would you most like to see perform at Degrassi Coffee House? Oh, man. Great question. That was great, Rach, going through all those characters. Um, I, I now I know who they all are, so I can't. I have to pick one of the. I have to pick one of those. I mean, I think you do. I don't think you can okay. pick someone who was not in this episode. Um, I like Jenna's song. All right, Casey, because Casey found the maturity in himself to I kind of Jenna and Casey, but I'll go with just Casey. I like how they're sort of like 
dealing with their issues. Casey sort of taking a step back and looking at it from like her perspective and understanding that she needs an outlet and allowing her to, and, and not, not so much allowing her to have the outlet cause she could do whatever the fuck she wants, yeah. but not getting bent out of shape and fighting her about the outlet and just sort of letting her have it. So Casey, I'm going with Casey. Okay. What about you, Rach? I, it's a tough one because I feel like a story, not really anyone in that, not the doctor, not the girl who broke her nose, not the mom or the dad. She was close for me. The girl yeah. who broke her she nose. She had some, some good attitude. Um, she's got, she, I mean, Katie fucking deserved it. Dude. She did. She did. Um, there's a part of me that's like maybe Tristan. I was thinking Tristan or Zig. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Tristan, because of him wearing the overcoat, which I didn't the, see. So I didn't know that. that really got me. Um, but also just like the way that he was like, I got like asking his brother for advice about how to break them up. And so it was just like, he had a fun attitude to it. So I'm going to say Tristan. Yeah. Something I did notice was that like, you know, that there is no like, um, uh, rebellion in nose rings mm-hmm. because, because Katie has one. Oh yeah. Like it's just, a, it's just, it's just a thing. thing. Everyone has them. Yeah, there's no rebellion in it. There's nothing cool about it. It's just Katie with a nose ring. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Katie's mom is in a wheelchair. <laughs> She's rolling around and doesn't give a care. Uh, we have two people to welcome into the room tonight. Oh, that's great news. Let me get him. Oh, it is so nice to see you, Rachel. You're looking like you're ready to move to the West Coast to get a little sun-kissed. How are you, how are you feeling, Rachel? I'm cold, so yes. <laughs> oh, it is a cold. It's cold and rainy. It's raining in the Baltimore. That is, a, I believe, a Counting Crows song. Yes. I believe. Yeah, it is. I think you're oh, right. yeah. You see what I'm saying there? Yeah. Oh, we love a Counting Crows here. You know, Adam Duritz is going to come on the show. Is he? Did did Pat to tell you? No. He's coming on the show, Adam Adoritz. Wow, why? 2027, he said he's going to come on the show. <laughs> we'll still be around. Yeah, he's coming. He's going to sing along December. He's going to get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Is there a people to welcome into the room? There are two people to welcome into the room today. Mm. Two is better than one. It's true, usually. Sometimes well, it's not, not, not always true. Sometimes but... it is. That is a true. That is, sometimes it is not mm-hmm. better than a one. <clears throat> so not the examples wanna... of it not being a better than a one, actually. I could think of off the top of my head, but I'm not going to say them because I don't want to bum everybody out. So do you want to know who's coming into the room? Yes, I do. I would love to know. I want to okay. welcome them into the room like I do every single week. All right. So we've got Anna. Oh, Anna, your name is spelled, if you spell it forwards and backwards, it's the same. It's true. A-N-N-A. Unless, and even if it's A-N-A. Also, it is, oh no, then it's not. Then then it doesn't work so much. It does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it <laughs> certainly does. Yeah, that doesn't make a, It certainly does. Are you tired, anyway, Mr. Del Rossi? <laughs> anyway, you slice your name, Anna. It is a say, it is a, what do they call that? What is that they call the rage? Oh, a palindrome. Angiopest. Oh. <laughs> Angioplasty. What? what is it? Palindrome. Oh, it is, of course, a, I love, I have a palindrome of people on our show. 
Anna, welcome. It is so good to have you. You know the spiel. You do. Not going to go through the whole thing. You know what you get when you come into the room. It never changes. It's always the same. Well, it's not always. The room is not always the same, but the amenities that you can have is always the same. So we're going to have you come in here. We're going to open a big curtain, and you're going to walk in, and this is what happens. It goes from a black and white to color. You will see the, it's like a Wizard of Oz when she shows up at the Oz. That is what it is like. Well, not black and white. It's more sepia. Your life, your world, it starts to sepia. You think you see color right now. You think you look at everything. You think it's a color. But you're going to find out it is not a color. It is a sepia. Because you're going to walk through the curtain in the room and you're going to show up. And then, only then, you're going to see the color. It is going to take your breath away. I can't wait to finish. I can't wait to be standing. I'm going to be sitting on your shoulder. You won't even feel me because I'm so small. But I'm going to be sitting on your shoulder while you see the colors and come into the room. Anna, spelled backwards or forwards, whether it's A-N-N-A or, of course, A-N-A. It is the same thing. It is angioplasty. Nice to have you. We love it to see you, and we love you. Thank you so much for coming into the room. Oh, boy. Give me the next one, Rich. I'm firing up now. All right. The other person who is joining us today is Matt. 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 If I say, if I spell your name a forwards and a backwards, it's a different. It's different. It's not the same. No. It is actually very difficult because there are two T's and you couldn't really start to something with the two T's. It would be to Tam. To Tam. So that's that's a little bit of difficult. But let me tell you something right now, Matt. That doesn't mean we are any less excited to have you come into the room because it doesn't. We are not only excited if your name is spelled the same way backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. We are excited just that the heavier here in the room, you're going to come here. You're going to have the best time of your life. And you're going to find out that when you are in here, when you spell your name backwards, it's still Matt. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a magic. Everything is a magic here. Do you like a magic? You flip a coin, it's always going to be what you guess. Heads or tails. You say heads, it's going to be a heads. It's a tails, it's going to be a tails. Because that is the way it works here. It is a magic room. You got a scratch off, you're going to win a million dollars. Bringing your sketch scratch offs into the room. They're always going to be winners. Just like you, Matt. You are a winner. We are so happy to have you. Welcome, my friend, to the fun that never ends in the room... On the Degrassi every episode of Ever Marathon, a podcast of Patreon. It is going to be bellissima. Okay, I got to get out of here, Rachel. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Mr. Del Rossi. I hope you have a nice plane ride. What movies Thank are you, you. going to watch on the plane? Oh, depends on Anatomy what. of a Fall? You're going to see Anatomy of a Fall on yeah, the I'll plane? Yeah, I'll watch it on my phone on a plane. <laughs> you got to watch Anatomy of a Fall. But you might have a, you might have a little TV screens on your plane. No, I don't. Oh, you're flying shit West Airlines or yeah, some goddamn yeah. bullshit? Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. You got to watch it on your phone. Okay, you're going to get Anatomy of a Fall. What else are you going to watch? Um, Good question. Ooh. Priscilla? I can download Netflix and Max movies. Oh, you should watch. Have you heard of this a documentary about the Mother, mother God? <laughs> And uh, and the Father God? I oh, don't think I'm going to watch the Mother God it's documentary, good, but thanks for suggesting it. You watch the whole thing in the one flight, and then you still have six more hours left. Oh, I gotta go. I'm just gonna tell you, you should watch a Priscilla. Bye. Bye. Is Priscilla streaming anywhere yet? I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> Theater kids. Theater 
club. Okay. That's on Hulu. I don't think I can download on Hulu. <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. Anyway. It's a good plane movie, though. What flight? What are you taking? Southwest, Southwest Airlines? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, they don't have TVs in the in the seats? They don't have TVs in the seats. They got nothing in the seats. No, but they have free movies you can watch on your device. Oh. So it's like you, and that's what a lot of them do these days now, where it's like, oh, you just have to use your own device. But I got You a, know what's fun about Southwest, though? You know the tray table that you pull down? Yeah. Underneath it? All boogers. Just a bunch of boogies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even clean them. They leave them. Just for fun. <laughs> I can add some to it. Just <laughs> which would also mean you're looking at the boogies because it's when it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see them. <clears throat> Bring a wet wipe with me. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta wipe it down. <laughs> you're gonna get a drink on the plane? I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. It's a nighttime flight. You gotta get a drink on the plane. Yeah. I'm not gonna go to um our favorite place. Well, that's not in New York. So no, you wouldn't go. To, you wouldn't get to go to Rock and Brews because yeah. they don't have it in New York. And you're gonna. Fl- oh wait, oh, I'm sorry, Baltimore. You're flying into Baltimore, Maryland, but they don't have it there. No, they have it in, they, in L.A. I'm getting out of that terminal, in, but yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna stop, stop there. That would be <laughs> fucking insane, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I just got to stop at Rock and Brews. <laughs> like I can't get out. I can't get out of this. This airport is the only thing that's great about flying Southwest is that now I can go there every time I go to the airport. <laughs> Rock and brews. And honestly, it's BWI is a Southwest hub, so it tends to be the best bet. Mm. It's just me and some rock and roll. Anyway, Broomheads, Dope Monkeys, find us on the internet. We're at patreon.com slash deem. We have a lot of fun over there. We have bonus episodes every month, and we have hangouts with people at the $10 tier. Great people. Great people. You're looking oh, to meet some great fun. people. It's so fun. We have a great time the there. best people. The best people. I'm hiring only the best people. And um, you can also find us on Instagram at every episode ever no wait what are we <laughs> we should do it when we the next we hangout we should do, we should decide who all of the great the wonderful beautiful broomheads adult monkeys who come to our hangouts we should decide who is who in trump's cabinet <laughs> the original cabinet the og cabinet who's general who's millie previous <laughs> who's ryan's previous <laughs> did you hear about the badgers Who's Ryan's Priebus? <laughs> did you hear about the Badgers? No, I did not hear okay. about the Badgers. Ryan's I gotta read Priebus. this for this is not for How the is a human being named <laughs> Ryan's Priebus? Those that is, those are just sounds that a mouth makes. It's not Ryan's Priebus. So there is a book <laughs> that came out recently called Sinking in the Swamp, How Trump's Minions and Misfits Poisoned Washington. That's by Daily Beast reporters. So these are some of the bullet points about the book. Okay. When Ryan's Priebus was the White House chief of staff, <laughs> President Donald Trump often suggests, subjected him to questioning about badgers, the state animal of Priebus's home state of Wisconsin, a new book says. According to the book, Trump asked Priebus if badgers are mean to people, how they work, mm. and what they eat. 
Trump would, would Trump would raise these questions while Priebus was trying to brief him on domestic and foreign policy. <laughs> At one point, Trump reportedly also asked Priebus whether badgers have a personality or if they are boring, and he wondered if Priebus could show him pictures of badgers. <laughs> I mean, he is objectively funny. I mean, it is so bad that he's so funny because it's like. I've- I got this in a group text with some of my college friends and I just like the next day I just like read it again and I started crying. <laughs> just like, do they have personality? Poor Ryan's, not, I mean, fuck Ryan's Brabus. He's a piece of shit. But like, <laughs> imagine just having to sit there and be like, Mr. President, I we, like, can we stay on topic? No, I'm no. sorry. I just can't understand. I just have a personality. I like how he knew that they were the state animal of Wisconsin. <laughs> my God, that's so funny. Reince, let me ask you a question. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering about badges. You can find us on Instagram at Deem Podcast. Um, Who do you think is Reince Priebus from the... It's probably Myra. She, I said Myra because it's the only one who can't possibly be offended. That's like, <laughs> why I said Myra? Um, do you think that she knows anything about badgers? Myra? Yeah, she probably knows a lot. Yeah. <sighs> That's so funny to come up with who is who in Trump's cabinet from our... If you want to get on this, get in the Patreon, because we're going to do it. Yeah, we have fun. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram at Deem Podcast. You can join us on uh, the Facebook group, the Dope Monkeys and the Broomheads Facebook group. You can send us an email to every episode ver at gmail.com. We may or may not respond to it. Hopefully we'll eventually have a Discord. You don't have to say that every time. You just say send the email. You don't have to make it, okay. put a point okay. on it. You can send us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com. That's it, really. Yeah. All right. And uh, good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And Reince Priebus. <laughs> definitely. Priebus out.